Any zombies out there? Don't say that. What? That. What? That. The dead word. Don't say it. Why not? Because it's ridiculous. All right. Are there any out there, though? Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Championship Horror Podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Scott. All right, guys. This week, we are going to be discussing our top five favorite zombie movies. This was a poll on our Instagram story and chosen by you guys. Yes, thank you for not making me uh, have to watch all the Saw movies. Still still hating on the Saw franchise. That's okay. All right, guys, before we jump into our top five, we're going to do our uh, current events. So, uh, Scotty, man, what, are you, what have you been watching and what are you looking forward to that's coming out? Um, actually, I started watching a series on is it Netflix, something. That's, uh, it's called Aries. Yeah, I think it is on Netflix. Have you watched it? No, I've never seen it. Oh, okay. But anyways, it's kind of like a like school or whatever that people are going to. And basically, they got like some kind of demon in the basement, which powers the school and gives them power or whatever. So, But it's pretty good. I um, enjoyed it the first time. I was like, oh, man, I remember that. What was that called? And so I looked it back up and then started watching it again. So it's pretty good. Nice. Well, um, I've been watching just the uh, movies from my list here and the O.C., I've been uh, I introduced Jackie to the OC because it's on uh, HBO Max, and she kind of stole the television from me. So, oh well, that's what we've been watching. We're on the second. We just finished the second season. So, I don't know if you've ever you ever watched the OC. No, I've not watched no. the OC. I watched it in high school. So, and I saw they had it on HBO Max. I'm like, oh, nostalgia. Let's watch it. I watched a couple couple episodes, and Jackie was like, oh, this is really good. And but at least we found something that we watched together. Yeah, she, both like to watch. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man, uh, you going to go see any movies that are coming out? I know um, the uh, Quiet Place 2 just came out. Have you watched the first one yet? No, but I did look up to see what channel it's on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> where, where is it streaming? Oh, crap. <laughs> um, I think it's it was on Hulu. It was on one of the channels, but I think it's on... I think it's, it's on Hulu. I'm not, we're not pos- I'm not positive. I'll have to look it up. Or you guys can look it up yourselves because there's the fucking internet. Google yeah. it. Hey. Yeah, I've I've heard a lot of good things about it, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing the first one. Yeah, it's a good movie. I like Cause it. Because I saw the trailer for the second one, I'm like, oh, well, maybe I'm mistaken about it. The second one's got uh, Cillian Murphy in it, and he's really good. So Now, was there two of them that were like that movie that came out at the same time? It, there was. There was another one called uh, Bird Box with, uh, shoot, what is her name? Selma? No, not Selma. The chick from Speed. Oh, okay. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock, yeah. Okay. That is the one I started watching, and it was boring. It is so boring. It's Okay, well, then that's what I thought I was watching, so I'm sorry. No. Then I have not even given the other one a chance, because okay. I thought that was that movie. It's it's really good, dude. It's I think A Quiet Place came out before Bird Box, but I'm not 100% sure. But I think they came out like right around the same time, and so I think I just pulled up whatever was, I think, convenient mm. or whatever, whatever yeah. was on whatever streaming service. Bird Box was on Netflix. I think Quiet Place, it got released theatrically, and then it was on Prime for a little bit. That's probably why I saw it, because it was on Netflix. And so I was like, oh, this is what everybody's talking about. And so I was like watching it, and I'm like, okay, this is like super, super slow. No, that movie is, I think, Bird Box is You Can't Look. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. You're right. That was what it was. You had to keep your you eyes covered. Blind, blindfold on or something mm-hmm. like that or whatever. Okay. And she had that bird in the box and Right, right. Yeah. That was I don't I watched it once and I was like, Oh my gosh. 
Wait a second. Is a quiet place? Is that the one with the kid who had the toy train? Yeah. Okay, I have seen that movie. What the? You've fuck? You've seen it? I have seen it. This this we've talked about this dude. The I past watched, three episodes and <laughs> and you're like, oh no, I have to watch the first one. Look, dude, what, did you like it? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was it's, decent. It's decent. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't like yeah. I can remember it. So apparently was, not. I dude. <laughs> Okay, I'm I barely remember your damn name, let alone what the name okay. of the movie That's okay. is. I, I hate that. Like, oh, I was like, did you see that movie or with that actress or the actor? I'm like, like the ruins last week or two weeks ago. I I know that was on your list, and I know I've seen it. I just don't remember a damn thing about it. I just remember it reminding me of the the descent. That's all I remember. Like, right. Well, it's because there's a lot of cavern stuff going down inside the uh, yeah. the temple. Or whatever from the top of the temple going on down in there. So there was repelling in that. Nice. All right. Well, I just bought tickets to see uh, the the new Conjuring movie, The Devil Made Me Do It. I know it's coming out on HBO Max, but I want to get to the theater. And Jackie really wants to see this movie. So we're going to go next Saturday. We're going to have a date night. We got sitters all lined up for the kids. Uh, I'm not one of them. You're not a sitter or one of the kids? Either or. Either or. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to drop the kids off and go to dinner and go see that movie, man. I'm looking forward to it. There you go. I'm not really crazy about that franchise. I would rather see uh, Quiet Place 2, but... So, do you not like the even the Conjuring movies, or is it usually the The ones Conjuring are- movies are good. It's just, dude, that, honestly, that is the only, like, subgenre or whatever in horror that honestly kind of spooks me is, like, the paranormal stuff. Oh, so I don't like it. So it's not that I believe in ghosts. It's just like, you, if you're watching a movie like that by yourself, like with all the lights off, like you're going to be looking over your shoulder a couple of times. Did dude. I ever tell you about the time Lily scared the shit out of me? Who? Lily, my granddaughter. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's how old I am. Anyways, <laughs> so she has a, her bedroom when she stays at her mamma and papa's house is in the other room. Well, she doesn't necessarily like to stay by herself. So she'll be in a room and Carla will go in there. And then Carla in the middle of the night will sneak back into our room or whatever, lay down and go to sleep. So anyways, so one day I was like laying there in bed and I guess Lily just kind of walked her way in there and was just standing by the bed trying to figure out how to get in there because Carla was at the edge of the bed, this and that. And her hair is just draped over her. I looked up, all I can think of was the ring girl. I'm like, oh, fuck, we're all going to die. <laughs> she is real. <laughs> Scared the shit out of me for like that, dude. So I'm gonna drop kick that kid out of my bedroom. Well, luckily Carla was in between me and her. Oh, or it probably might have happened. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen with Jackie. She wakes me up out of a dead sleep, and I, every time, dude, I I don't know what it is. Somebody like it feels like somebody's breaking in the house. I don't know what it is, but I'm just on edge. Well, I used to do, have a problem with the. Um, hearing noises and thinking someone was in the house. But this is not a plug to anything, but uh, the ring, when we put all the sensors on all the doors and windows, I don't have a problem with that anymore. (laughs) All the ring doorbell and cameras? I have have window sensors and everything. Oh, nice. So you have the actual full, like, security setup. Like every single door and window going out to the house. So, yeah, I'll know whether or not, especially if I set the alarm to home or away. Yeah. Mm, I'd know if you were in there. So. Nice. All right, man, we kind of went a little bit on a tangent there. Sorry. Um, 
we'll wrap everything up here with the uh, current events and we'll go ahead and dive into our top five. Oh, well, what did you think of the Zach thing? Oh, it might be on your list. Never mind. We'll get to what, that. What, the Zach, the Snyder? Yeah. I, I still haven't watched it. I've been watching the stuff from my list. Oh, no, I was talking about this, uh, the uh, zombie one. Army of the Dead? Oh, okay. You haven't finished watching it yet. Okay. No, I okay. haven't finished watching it yet. Yeah. Okay. I've been watching because... I guess that won't be a discussion at the end. I could have watched that potentially for my list, but I have other movies that I'm sure will be higher because yeah. I don't yeah. want to sit through two and a half hours because it takes me forever to get through a 90-minute movie. It takes me probably two or three days to get through a 90-minute movie, so... Well, okay. All right. So, I'll lead us off. All right. My number five is 2002's 28 Days Later. You got that on your list? Yeah, I do have that on my list. Okay, cool. Well, um, we're going to wait until that comes up on Scott's list to discuss it. So that's how we're going to work this. Okay. All right, so then I guess we'll kick you, over to my number five, which is uh, Dead Snow 2, which is a 2014 horror comedy movie um, starring Virgil Hole and Origin. Dude, these people don't have like Swedish names and stuff like that. I have no idea. We apologize if we yes. butcher any of these people's I'm, names and anyone gets offended. I'm I'm going to probably butcher the hell out of half the people's names. Uh, Martin Starr and Charlotte Frogger. And uh, it's directed by Tommy Wicole. Wicoli. Wicoli. <laughs> Anyways, um, so this movie's about a guy who escaped Nazis from the first movie. Nazi zombies, I'm sorry, I apologize. Nazi zombies from the first movie and is being chased by them. And so he calls upon this group of uh, American zombie hunters, which are really not actual American zombie hunters. And um, this movie's like packed with a whole bunch of gore and stuff and ridiculous things. But my favorite death scene in this movie is when they Nazi zombies come across this historical site where they have like a museum and stuff there. And uh, there's a tour bus that comes up and has all these people that are looking around and there's a tank there. Nazi zombies come up and uh, they basically start killing everybody. They take this one guy and they take his intestines and literally rip them from side to side. And then they siphon gasoline from the bus into the tank so they can start the tank up. So, but yeah, and there's like all kinds of, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> definitely a, it's, it, it was really hard for me to pick the gory, the best kill scene because there's a whole bunch in the whole movie, but that was like, I'd have to say the most inventive out of all of them. I've seen the first one. I know the first one had a lot of good kills in it too. And no, it takes a little place a little while later on. I mean, I there's just one scene where they got him because what happens is the the guy gets his arm ripped off in a car yeah. accident. That was at the end of the mo- end of the first one, right? Right. Okay. And then, so what happens was is the Nazi leader had his arm ripped off also, so they sewed the Nazi leader's arm onto his arm, so he's got all the Nazi leader's power. Yeah, that's awesome. And this kid, he's like getting pissed off at this kid or whatever, so he he's in the hospital. And he chucks this kid out the window by accident because the arm took over and like chucked him out the window. So he jumps down there and he's about to give him chest compressions and he just pushes right through his chest and like, oh my blood God. just goes everywhere. I need to watch this. I, I saw the first one and I liked it a lot. So I'm going to watch the sequel. Oh, this one's, and, and it's, I think cause it got such a great following in the United States. They did it in America, in English instead of, I think cause wouldn't the other one mostly in like 
a foreign language. Yeah, Norwegian or yeah, whatever. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, that's not my, uh, that's my number five. <laughs> my number four is 1985's Day of the Dead. Is that on your list? No. Oh, really? Okay, cool. All right, Day of the Dead, 1985, directed by George A. Romero, starring Laura Cardell, Terry Alexander, and Joe Pilato. This movie's kind of like the end of, you know, George Romero's big trilogy. Trilogy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, basically, yeah, zombies taking over the surface of the earth. They push the, the, the remaining survivors underground. There's a group of survivors in a bunker. Uh, it's like a group of scientists and uh, a military, like a small military unit. The main doctor, Logan, they call him Dr. Frankenstein, I think. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Nickname. Yeah. Yeah, that's his nickname. Uh, he's like studying the zombies. One, one in particular named Bub. Bub's awesome. I mean, I think everybody can agree he's probably the best character in the movie. Everybody yeah. else is an asshole, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, even the ones you don't want you think is an asshole, they're still assholes. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of cool scenes with Bub. You know. Uh, you know, they give him the Walkman. He's got the headphones on, listening to music and stuff. They give him the book. He ends up, you know, manipulating a firearm and actually going after the guy that kills, you know, Doctor Frankenstein. Right. So that's, you know, he didn't, he wasn't hungry. He didn't want to eat brains. He wanted to kill this guy because he killed, you know, basically somebody that he loved or cared about. Um, anyways, uh, this movie kind of shifted things around in that, like, it's not the zombies that, you know, these people are afraid of or should be afraid of. It's kind of, you know, the other survivors, this kind of brings out the worst in people. This is kind of like the end of, end of days for these people. So. I brought out the worst for him. Uh, my favorite death is definitely Rhodes, the main uh, military guy, the uh, head of the military or whatever. Right. He uh, gets torn apart. They tear apart his torso, his limbs, and he's like, choke on him. <laughs> I mean, that's a hell of a way to go out, but I was glad to see that guy well, you know. get his because he was a fucking asshole. Yeah, well, I mean, if you, if you put enough people that you don't really care about it, I mean, you do want... I mean, when you care about people, it brings suspense to the movie. So mm -hmm. you're not always, but if you put a whole bunch of assholes in there, yep. it's just basically, you don't really, there's no suspense anymore. It's just, you better be as creative as you can on how you kill these people because. Yeah, totally agree. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Because uh, you don't care about any of those characters except for Bub, really. Right. So awesome. Yeah. 1985, Day of the Dead. My number four is 2002's 28 Days Later. <laughs> nice. We can talk about it. We can talk about it, Matt. Directed by Danny Boyle, starring Cillian Murphy, yep. Noah Huntley, Naomi Harris, and Brendan Gleeson, which is the only guy I actually know from other movies. He's in a crap ton of movies. You don't know actually. Cillian Murphy? I'm really not actually. About the gangs in London? What is it called? I, don't know, I forget. Gangs in New York? No, not Gangs in New York. Well, that's what Brandon Gleason is in. That's why I was saying that. Oh, no. This is he was, um, he was Peaky Blinders. You ever seen Peaky Blinders on Netflix? No, no, I haven't. Dude, not. if you like kind of like gangster, like British shit, check that out. It's it's good. It's only like four seasons, I think. Oh, it's, it's a good show. Are they like long episodes? Or are they? It's like 43, your typical hour episodes, but they're like 43 minutes long. No, oh, okay. That's not too bad. No, it's it's good, dude. Check it out. All right. I will, but Gangs of New York. If you haven't seen that, and I'm not, I have seen Gangs of New York. It's been a while, but I'm yeah. not a Leo cat fan or nothing like. But really? he's, he's okay. good in that movie. I give him whatever props I give him with whatever movies that I actually like. I'm just, anyways. What was that? Oh, okay. This movie's shot in a mini DV, which is some pretty low quality 
video recording back in the day. I guess they said it was halfway decent, but it wasn't really that great. So that's why the grainy style. But they had to do that because of the simple fact that they had to do a quick setup and, set and cut down sessions because they had to cut off all the traffic. For the scenes in London where yeah. it was abandoned or whatever? Yeah. So they had to cut off all the traffic. So in order for them to do that, they had short periods of time where they can because they couldn't cut it down for like three weeks to do like four or five scenes or whatever. So, yeah. So they had to have like as portable type devices and then they just wound up shooting the entire film in the same format because it would look kind of stupid if they switched over to something else. That's why it will never get any higher grade quality than what it looks like now. So That's awesome. I just kind of thought that was like director of photography just... Well, they, they took like an artistic look at it and said, well, we can just make this grainy, you know, just use what we got. And then I guess they put whatever filters they had on it to make it look the way it did. But cool. a lot of their decision making had to do with the fact that, that they had to clear out the entire downtown area, yeah. in different sections. So I'll say my favorite death scene is when um, Jim smacks the officer in the head and head into the brick wall and then basically gets him on the ground and starts thumbing his eyeballs in. Oh, yeah, you're talking about the guy at the... Uh, in. In? Yeah. With the mansion? and Yeah. 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 The military guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, let me push your eyeballs into your head. Yeah, that was... That's probably mine, too, man. That was pretty graphic. I feel like I just watched this movie a couple weeks ago. I just watched it today. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> it a bunch of times. I've seen this movie probably five or six times, honestly. Yeah. I've, I've seen good. it at least that many times. Yeah. So anyways, but yeah, no, they're, when they're leaving, I think he's, I think he gets in the back of the window, unless that's another movie I was watching today too. I don't know. Yeah. The zombie crawls through the back of the window and gets him in the car. Yeah. That's what yep. happens. And then they get away because the, the girl was driving the one that the, the, yeah, the daughter. The, yeah. The daughter. Mm-hmm. Well, this movie kind of introduced like the fast zombies, right? Like the infected type zombies. Um, sort of. I don't know. Did Dawn of the Dead come out first before this? No, Dawn of the Dead came out in 2003, I think. This movie came out in 2002. Then it probably did. Yeah. So yeah, this was kind of. Well, well, I mean, this is one. If of, you want to, if you want to talk, there's ones in the 80s. I don't want to say they're fast zombies, but they weren't walking. Well, yeah, technically, what Return of the Living Dead? They were yeah. faster than you know. They like run out there. The living dead. They would run out there and grab somebody, and then yeah, yeah. But I mean, these, you know, they're jerky. They're yeah. You know, they're, well, the infected, yeah, they're, they're infected. They're infected with rage. So basically, yeah. they're just like losing their minds and they just want to kill everyone. Yeah. People will, will even argue that, that, that it's not even a a, a zombie movie. Yeah. Because well, technically, they didn't die and then rise from the dead. Well, but the that's thing, splitting hairs, I feel like. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that you got to look at it. Like, um, if you lose all mental consciousness to a point where you're not in control of yourself or your thoughts, or whatever and stuff, and it's like literally not you, I would say that you're probably a zombie at that point. Well, I mean, they're running around chewing on people, so that's that's a fucking zombie to me. Right. I don't care how you get there. That's a zombie. Bass right. salts, they're, they're zombies. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude's chewing on the guy down there in Florida on yeah. the side of the road. Like, hey, your head looks really scrumptious right now. Yep. Although we're not making light of something like that, though, either. So, Gotta laugh or else we'll cry. Right. Type deal. Yeah. All right, sweet. Number four, 28 Days Later, 2002. That's right. My number three is 2014's Burying the X. Have you ever seen this? No. I'm no. Say no. It's, it was on Netflix for a while. I don't know if it still is. Yeah, Burying the X, 2014, directed by Joe Dante. 
You know what else he did, right? Mm. The Howling. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, sorry, Anton Yelchin, Ashley Green, Alexandra Daddario, and Oliver Cooper. So you've never seen this movie. Basically, it's about a guy who kind of wants to break up with his controlling girlfriend. She, I mean, eventually moves in, and she controls every aspect of this guy's life. I mean, she moves in, and immediately she changes the entire apartment. So it's like the uh, zombie version of Saving Silverman. Essentially, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's more of a romantic comedy with slight horror elements in it. Right. But it's 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 good, dude. It's it's funny. It's I like Anton Yelkin or R.I.P. Anton Yelkin. I I enjoyed his movies. You know, he played in the Green Room, bunch bunch of good horror movies. Well, anyways, um, yeah, basically Max, the main character, his girlfriend moves in with him immediately. Things start going crazy, and he things start going you know south. He realizes he made a mistake, and uh, he's he wants to break up with her. So he goes to his roommate or his half brother. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, he goes to his roommate, his half-brother, whatever, and uh, they come up with, he's going to meet her at the dog park and just kind of end it there. And which he calls her at work. She uh, She's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll meet you. And then she parks a car, and as she's walking across the street, she ends up getting hit by a bus and dies in the middle of the street. So he's kind of, like, he feels like her death is her fa- is his fault. And, you know, he, he spends weeks in his apartment all melancholied out and depressed. And then his half-brother talks him into, uh, you know, getting out there again, and he starts dating this girl that he met at an ice cream shop with his ex-girlfriend that died. Anyways, they start seeing each other, and then eventually Evelyn, his ex-girlfriend that died, comes back to life. She, you know, you see her crawl out of her grave, and she shows up at his doorstep one day just knocking on the door. Anyways, this movie is kind of basically about... You know, his ex-girlfriend trying to, you know, stay because she's he's not aware that she that he moved on. So he's trying to hide the fact that, you know, she's alive and or somewhat alive. So is she actually dead or was she just thought she, she actually died? Oh, so she is. And she okay, came back. Gotcha. There was he works. I forgot to mention that he works at kind of like a horror boutique shop. All right. He runs a he's like a manager of like a costume shop. They sell like horror memorabilia and collectibles. There's a. uh Kind of like a Buddha doll, but it's like a devil. Oh, okay. That and makes they, that's, <laughs> and she's like, oh, I wish we could stay together forever. Oh. And then that's kind of what sets the whole thing So it's thing kind of like a, a Buddha voodoo type deal or whatever. Yeah, it's pretty like, much, It's yeah. more like an original type uh, zombie where they were all basically around voodoo yeah. and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. white zombie and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much, it's a callback to that pretty much. Yeah. But uh, pretty much Max is just trying to hide the fact that his dead girlfriend just came back to life. It's it's good, dude. It's it's really funny. Sounds good. Um, I don't really have a favorite kill because I don't want to give anything away, like oh. any plot points or deaths. So you'll have to check it out, though. 2014, Burying the X. My number three is 1979's Dawn of the Dead. So anyways, um, it's directed by George Romero, starring Ken Foray, um, Scott Reiner, Galen Ross, and Tom Savini. It's about people trying to escape an overgrowing population of zombies. This movie's basically about these people trying to get out of the big city. They take a helicopter, which the one lady's pregnant um, with the helicopter pilot, and two police officers who I think the one knew the helicopter pilot, so that's how they both got on there. And they keep flying from spot to spot, filling up with gas whenever they can, and then um, they finally wind up going 
on top of a mall. Basically the same premise for the later remake. Basically make it to a mall and hold up there. Because you have all your supplies and everything you need or whatever, this and that. Which is a pretty good concept when you really think about it. Uh, there's uh, quite a few, I'd basically say, really good kill scenes in this movie or whatever. But uh, the one that sticks out to me the most is when the biker gang comes and invades the mall. So they're all driving around, this and that or whatever and stuff. And then when they finally start leaving, the one guy gets knocked off of uh, his bike. I think he actually gets shot, and then he winds up falling off his bike. And uh, some dude was like, a, there's like three or four different bikers that like die all within the same scene. The one with the green jacket, they just pull his intestines out. That's what I'm talking about right there. There's quite a few different scenes in there. Like uh, there's one zombie where he gets his head chopped off by the top of the helicopter propellers. If you watch like uh, some of the editing stuff, they actually had string tied to the top of his head and they were just unraveling it to cause that effect to make it look like the layers of his head were coming off and then there's one scene where they're driving these semis around trying to block off the entrance ways to the mall if you slow it down at this one scene and it's actually tom savini playing the zombie in this scene but if you slow it down to a certain frame rate where yeah. you can stop it you can see this bright blue trampoline just sitting there where it's supposed to give that effect and he hits that trampoline and flies backwards because he's acting like he's getting hit by the semi coming by. I never knew that. And, you know, the guy that does the cover for the pic, uh, the poster or whatever, he's only in it for like 20 seconds. Really? Yeah. So. All right. My number two is 2004's Dawn of the Dead. Nice. The remake. Directed by one Zachary Snyder, starring Sarah Polly, Ving Rhames, Mackay Pfeiffer, Jake Weber, Ty Burrell, and Michael Kelly. You've seen this, right? I've seen it numerous times, yes. Okay. Yeah, basically, you know, this nurse comes home from her shift, you know, gets it on with her husband. Bang, bang. In the shower, they wake up the next morning. Husband sees this kind of freaky-looking girl in their house. I think it's the neighbor the, the girl. Neighbor I think girl, it's the neighbor girl. She was talking to her on the way home. Yeah, she talked to her on the way home, yeah, at yeah. the beginning of the movie. And then yeah. she shows up in their... Um, in their house, randomly, and the girl bites the husband. He turns Sarah Polly's character, you know, books it to the bathroom. She makes it out. She escapes, but basically, as she ex as she's escaping, she sees like the scene is the entire neighborhood, the entire world is like kind of falling apart around her as she's leaving. Uh, all this chaos breaks out. All hell basically breaks loose. Anyway, she uh, meets up with some other people. Um, like a cop, I think, a uh, TV salesman, and a thug and his pregnant wife. Yep. So pretty much they're like, the plan is to go to kind of the local mall and kind of hold up there. So they well, do that. Don't they get kind of just like pushed that way? And then they, that's where they end up at? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. But they end up at the mall. They get into the mall. And they meet the security guards. And the security guards are, you know, shady dickhead characters pretty much. They lock them up in a store kind of overnight because they don't want them fucking with anything, I guess. They don't trust them. And then pretty much shit goes sideways from there. Other survivors, you know, eventually make it to the mall. They bring them in. There's a couple infected, I think. The pregnant lady, she ends up getting bit or she's already infected. I can't remember. She gives birth to like a zombie baby. Um, The big chick that's in the wheelchair, 
or not in the wheelchair, the uh, wheelbarrow, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. She's probably the scariest out of all the zombies, too. Probably, yeah. When she dies and comes back, she's just like a fucking... Beast on wheels. Pretty much, yeah. Except she's not on wheels anymore. (laughs) She's not on wheels anymore. She's not running around, yeah. (laughs) I liked her character. Yeah, usually when they um, put, like, snippets from that movie and other, like, like documentaries or something, if they're talking about zombies or whatever, that's usually when she's running across that floor or whatever... I can't remember who she's running toward. I think it's the Sarah Polly chick. Yeah. But anyways, when she's running, that's like always that snippet right there. Yeah, she's got her arms up kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I think she gets shot in the head or something. Yeah. Also, coincidentally, that's my favorite kill. So we'll get that out of the way. Oh, there you go. But yeah, I mean, there's a reason this one made my list instead of the 1979 version that you picked. Um, I like the special effects better. I mean, Tom Savini is Tom Savini. Right. He's a legend in he's the in horror genre. He's in the remake? He's on TV. He's um, one of the police officers when they're doing the news broadcasts. He's actually one of the police officers. Is he really? Television. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. What's the movie that Tarantino was in with uh, George Clooney? Vampire movie. Oh, uh, from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, from Dust Till Dawn. He was, in the, he was at the end of that movie. Pussy That's a good for, movie. Pussy for a penny. <laughs> We're going to have to cover vampires at some point. Definitely. Because... That's like, there's a lot of good movies. Well, see, it's a, I was having problems with this list too because there's like so many movies, so many good zombie. Right, exactly. And I was like, all right, well, I gotta f- at least look at four or five new zombie movies just to make sure my st- my stuff's legitimate. So I'm watching these horrible zombie movies and I'm like, okay, this has got to go. I had fucking hell of a time putting this list together. I switched it right before you got here, dude. Like in like probably 30, 45 minutes before you got here, I I changed a couple of them around. I took one off. I added one. And then we were talking just now off mic about Wormwood. We watched the trailer because you'd never right, seen it. Right. And I wished I would have thrown that on this list, but I didn't. So, but yeah, my number five or my number two is Dawn of the Dead remake. All right. And my number two is Return of the Living Dead, which is 1985. Good choice. Um, when two Dumble, uh, Dumbling, yeah, Bumbling uh, employees at a medical supply warehouse accidentally release deadly vapors from a U.S. Army Corps containment unit, causing the dead to rise again as zombies. It's directed by Dan O'Brien, or Bannon, sorry, um, and starring James Karen, Thomas Matthews, Lena Quigley. Oh, she's the one that stars as Trash, which is like... The she, naked chick the, the entire movie? Yeah. Her her whole role is to be naked the entire yeah. movie? Did you know that she's also the naked chick that's in Silent Night, Deadly Night, the one that gets pushed through the fucking antlers on the wall? I didn't know that. That's the same chick. Is it? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I so learned something new. Obviously different color hair. And she's probably about naked through about... 50% of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Some would argue that this is the very first ever actual zombie movie. Ever first actual zombie movie? Mm-hmm. Well, brains. Oh, a brain zombie brains. movie. Brains. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've, I've heard people argue that this is the first actual zombie movie. No. Night of the Living Dead's first. Well, no. There's other zombie movies that came. They were basically about voodoo and stuff way back in the day. But Yeah. I well, I mean, yeah, I get that. You know, white zombie, all this. Yeah. You know, they would bring them back as slaves. For, like, an actual horror movie, horror movie that 
had like the graphic pretense of whatever and stuff like Night of the Living Dead was basically the starting point of He is what, a grandfather, I feel like. Yes. The mainstream movie I mean, I don't know if was it that wasn't a grindhouse movie, was it? Or they didn't really have grindhouse movies, but it was kinda like a I wouldn't consider it like a B movie. It was a main movie. Not a B movie, yeah. It came out. It did well at the box office, I believe. Right. Yeah. But anyway, oh okay. Sorry. Didn't mean You're to get good. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, dude? We're 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 good. We're we can sidetrack. All right. Well, anyways, yeah. Well, the, the other we're day, shooting for an hour. So yeah. the other day we sidetracked for like forty five minutes. <laughs> we also had a couple shots. Yeah. Well, you know, it's what happens when guys get together and have alcohol and shots on hand. So, anyways, um, my favorite death scene would have to be. I mean, this movie doesn't have any like literal on-screen, like, super graphic death scenes or whatever. But the one scene where the paramedics were already dead and the one zombie with the mustache or whatever, he's sitting outside the door of the ambulance and he's just, like, sucking the brains out of this guy. And then somebody over the radio is like, are you there? Are you there? And he's like, gets up, kind of walks over there, and he's like, send more help or something like that. Or Send more paramedics. Yeah, send more paramedics. He's like, yeah. Like, but yeah, they they did a really good job with that scene where it looked realistic. Where even look at the head when he lets it go and drops to the floor. I was like, oh, that actually looks pretty good. And then they had some good music in there. Party in the grave, and then the rain started coming down, and then the zombies started started playing that music and stuff. And I was like, uh, trash comes out after she's already been dead and stuff. But I know that they had to because everybody questions why everything was shaven. <laughs> shave it then <laughs> so I was like All right. how crazy is that maybe it's the amount that you go through I don't know how they actually did the scale back in the 80s because I know a lot of it had to do with the gore factor too so if you're doing gore and, and 50% of the movie's nudity <laughs> I don't know the MPAA is a crock of shit so well I mean they've pretty much loosened up everything since what 2000 so i don't know when it was but yeah i mean the stuff they put out there now could never be put on my number one will prove that <laughs> i'm wondering what your number we by the way we don't know each other's list we come into this not knowing yeah i even gave him a couple of hints and he still don't know what it is yeah he 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 gave me one hint not a couple he gave me one hint well, he said josh brolin was in it in a zombie josh movie brolin. i don't know I'm stumped. See if you guys can figure it out before Matt figures it out. Yeah. I'm, I bet somebody's out there like, nobody fucking listens to this podcast. Who are we kidding? <laughs> uh, the guys that write the podcast or are on the podcast don't listen to this podcast. No, we do. We do. We, we have 34. No, we wait. We have 60 I downloaded downloads. From a, I downloaded from a different phone every day. <laughs> it's like, hey, let me see your phone real quick. <laughs> Dude, no lie. I... I I left a five-star review from Jackie's Spin. Oh, did you? Yep. <laughs> so we got Horror Dads, me, and Jackie. Nice. Left five-star reviews on uh, nice. Apple Podcasts. Nice. Shout out to Horror Dads. That's right. Shout out to my wife. <laughs> All right. That was your number two, right? That was my number two. We're on to my number one. Any guesses? Um, Shaun of the Dead. I don't know. Shaun of the Dead? Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Did I get it right? 2004, Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> Son of a bitch, I got it right. <laughs> Tell me this is not the best horror movie ever. Except for that it is. 
Because it's directed by Edgar Wright, starring Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, Kate Ashford, Lucy Davis, Dylan Moran, and Bill Nye. Science guy. Not the science guy. Oh, the uh, son of a bitch. Bill Nye, the dead guy in the car. Oh, that was okay. Philip. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyways, starts off with Sean. He's a 20 something, you know, going nowhere. He, he, he doesn't know what he wants to do. He's pretty much. Floating by the seat of his pants. Yeah, he's a different kind of zombie, if you will. Yeah. That's kind of a... Anyways, Sean has no real ambition. He works a dead-end job. Basically, Sean's girlfriend breaks up with him uh, because, you know, she doesn't want him to drag her down with him. Sean and Ed... Yeah, Ed. Yeah. Ed is Nick Frost. Okay. Yeah. They go to the bar, get shit-faced. They go back to uh, Sean's apartment crash and then the next day pretty much the zombie apocalypse pops off sean walks to the store he pretty much doesn't notice all around him (laughs) all this chaos and destruction that's going on he made the same walk earlier in the movie so it's kind of a callback to that but this is pretty much why his girlfriend broke up with him you know he doesn't notice really anything he even slips on blood in the in the convenience store he doesn't even notice that he slipped on the blood so yeah he gets back to his apartment him and ed are sitting there watching tv they're flipping channels but as he's flipping channels it plays out that the zombie apocalypse is happening and then they stop and they go into their backyard they see what they believe is a drunk girl but she's not drunk she's a zombie this is also my favorite kill, by the way, probably. Oh, is it? Yeah, probably, I was, yeah. I was sitting there thinking to myself, I was like, this is a good one, too. It is, yeah. it is. Uh, there's a part where, uh, you know, she's she turns around, and she's heading towards Sean. He's like, oh, fuck off, fuck off. And then Sean pushes her onto kind of like a tether pole. I don't know what it is. It's like a kind of like a pole sticking out of the ground. Anyway, she gets back up, and she's got a giant hole in her, and you can see Ed and Sean through it, and... They go back inside and they what? Was it records? Yeah, records. Yeah, they come back out and yeah, that's all. Well, they, think of. at first they have a box just full of random items like you know, oh, like yeah, peanut butter like, jars yeah. and shit like that, <laughs> like a teacup or some shit. Or something. Yeah, I don't like know. random stuff. And they hear on the news report, oh, aim for the head and you know, cut the like destroy the brain or whatever. They go back inside and they're and, like a box of records. Yeah, they have the box of records, Sean's records, and they're sorting through them like, oh, you know, like purple no, rain. He's like, I like it. I like it, dude. No, no, not that. <laughs> so they're sorting through his records and anyways, yeah, they go to the shed and get, you know, the blunt items and they kill the zombies. Pretty much bash their brains in is what they do with a shovel and like a croquet mallet or something like that. It's cricket. Cricket, cricket, cricket mallet. Cricket mallet. Whatever it is. Sean, pretty much this whole movie, he's trying to win back his girlfriend by saving her and everyone around him from the zombie apocalypse. They go they go to her house. They pick them up, her and her friends. They go to Sean's mom's house. They pick up her and Philip. Philip dies on the way to the Winchester. They decide they that they're all going to go to the Winchester. And once they get there, pretty much everything starts popping off. Um, Didn't he like die like three times on the way there too? Philip, yeah, because kind of, yeah, yeah. He, keep, they keep thinking he's dead. Yeah, they Shit. keep thinking he's dead. He like falls asleep or whatever, and then he's like, "Sean, I've always loved you, <laughs> but it's hard to be a father." This movie is a perfect blend horror comedy. I don't know of any other movie that blends it better than this movie. I'm gonna tell you here in a minute. You're gonna tell me here in a minute. Okay. Well, we'll this see. is my personal opinion. Personal but opinion. Let me ask you this: Did you realize that both of those actors, Sean mm-hmm. and his compadre, 
were in Land of the Dead? No, dude, I haven't seen the later trilogy, all of them. Oh, you haven't seen Land no, of the Dead? No, I haven't seen Land of the Dead, Diary of the Dead, and what, what? what's the other one? I don't know what the other one was. I did, I've only seen Land... Diary of the Dead. After that, Diary... He has Diary a of the... second trilogy. It's Diary of the Dead was not a good movie. Land of the Dead was... I like Land of the Dead. Most people give it a really bad rep. It's not on my list, but that one's a good movie. But when he did that movie, there's a scene. They have like an underground area. It's almost like Mad Max. Okay. But anyways, they control this whole entire town or whatever and stuff, and they're betting on these things or whatever. Well, they got zombies chained up downstairs. Like uh, these rich people would stand in front of them, and they get their picture taken, almost like as if it was like Disneyland. With zombies? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, so in, instead of Mickey Mouse standing behind you, it would be two zombies behind this cage that were chained up, and then a rich lady would stand in front of them. But anyways, so when they did that Shaun of the Dead movie, they brought them on to do that scene across it. It wasn't even a crossover. It was just those two characters saying, he was saying, I enjoyed your movie, basically. Hey, you want to do a little scene in this movie? My number one is Planet Terror. I've never seen this. You've never That's seen this? That's why I wouldn't know it. Oh, my gosh, dude. This just came out a couple of years ago, right? 2007 was a couple of years ago. Well, yeah, that's 15 years ago, but yeah. 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 My <laughs> it's, uh, it, the damn movie's almost old enough to drive. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's hard. <laughs> it's uh, about a dangerous government experiment unleashes a gas that turns an entire town into flesh-eating zombies. Uh, director is Robert Rodriguez. Excuse me. It's got Rose McGowan, uh, Freddie Rodriguez, Josh Brolin, and uh, Martley Shelton. And it also has a um, nice, well, I wouldn't even call it a cameo because he pretty much has a part in it. Bruce Willis is in it. Nice. Yeah. This go-go dancer, she uh, gets fired from her job, goes on the road trying to, uh, she don't know where she's going. She's going to become a stand-up comedian, she said. She goes out on the road and... Uh, she winds up getting screwed up because somebody runs her off the side of the road, gets glass in her leg, and winds up at a barbecue shop. Her ex-boyfriend's there. So there's a groups of people that all come together in different times of this movie or whatever. They even have Fergie in this movie. But anyways, Fergie's dating Josh Brolin's wife. Josh Brolin is a doctor. And she winds up running out of, uh, or her car keeps overheating, so she winds up dying from the zombies Basically, her car breaks down. The zombies basically pull her off the side of the road and scrape her brains out. And uh, the person driving down the road or whatever at the time was uh, El Ray and the go-go dancer chick. They went up wrecking. They went up in the hospital. Everybody winds up in the hospital at this point in time. Basically, everybody in the entire area starts turning into zombies. There's, there's plenty of gore in this movie. Like... Numerous, numerous points of gore. The doctor and his wife, they have like this, she's a nurse. But anyways, she had, they have this kid. At the beginning of the movie, he's like playing with his toys and he's like got an alien toy in one hand and like a regular human toy in the other, like, like a G.I. Joe. And he's like, I'm here to eat your brain and gain your knowledge. And it's just fucking hilarious. And then, you know, the dad, right before he kills his wife, or right before he attempts to kill his wife, he says that exact same line. I'm like, yeah, that's a great line. <laughs> that is a great line. But anyways, and the kid blows his face off in the car. 
because his mom tells him not to point the gun at his face, and he does it anyways. <laughs> but anyways, Bruce Willis runs this military group, and um, what it all boils down to is that everybody winds up at this military base. They wind up having to escape the mutated military people because the military people are actually zombies that are using this gas to keep themselves normal because I guess whatever gas that they had used in during chemical warfare, their bodies became immune to it. So if they don't have it, they start getting these bubbles on their faces or whatever, and their body starts melting. There's a scene in there where Quentin Tarantino, he's uh, about to, we'll say, quote unquote, attempt to rape somebody or whatever. But since he hasn't had his gas on, right, his dick starts just dripping <laughs> between his legs like it's just falling off. And I'm like, okay, what are you going to do with that thing there, buddy? Quentin Tarantino is a creep, period. Yeah, pretty creepy movie. But there's a lot. They did a lot of that, um, I want to say, like the grindhouse. You can definitely feel the grindhouse in this movie where they have like the lines and then they have like the cuts or whatever. They had, I think, one scene they actually had like where the, they did kind of like pulled like that gremlins too where the uh, tape started burning or whatever and then like scroll three or hidden tape or missing reel it said missing reel but anyways um speaking of tom savini my favorite kill in this movie is actually when tom savini dies he's a police officer in this movie he winds up uh at the barbecue shack he gets put up on this table and like four zombies just like rip all of his limbs off at one time so he just gets pulled in four different directions. Nice. Pretty good kill. And that would be my number one. Scott's number one. Robert Rodriguez, didn't he direct yeah. uh, From Dust Till Dawn? I yes. Think, I think yeah. he did. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going to have to check this out. I've never seen it. Oh, I don't dude. know how I've never seen it. Oh, this is a great movie. Oh, did you notice the coaster that I got today? I did notice the coaster. What you got? No. Oh, okay. Well, we got um, Automaton Transfusion. Automaton Transfusion. Uh, yeah, dude, forever I thought it was automa- automation. So, <laughs> yeah, like, at work he was telling me, like, automation. It's automation. Transfusion. It's automation. It's, transfusion. it's a fucking terrible movie. It's fucking horrible. This, this movie is like somebody took their camcorder that they found in the basement of their parents' house and they're like, I'm going to go ahead and make a movie with this. And then, but like, to be clear, this is not a found footage movie because that's what some of you are probably thinking. It's not found footage style. No, no, not at all. And it's got the shakiest. This person's got like I don't know, some kind of disease. They couldn't afford a tripod, apparently. <laughs> he can't afford anything. His hand, he's he's like craving a beer or something like so bad that his hands shaking repetitively throughout this entire thing. But uh, yeah, they they had some kills in it that could have been great, but then it's just like the way that they did it and stuff. There's a a kill well, in this movie. Go ahead. There's a kill in this movie. Where this guy goes into this party. There's a pregnant girl who's got a red solo cup in her hand. So obviously she's insinuating that she's drinking beer. But she's pregnant. Anyways, and she's standing by the front door and she's like, Oh, there you are. Whatever his name is. Nobody cares. Anyways, he looks just like McLovin from Superbad. But he's a zombie. He's got glasses on. He's like, they're standing there in front of each other. And it's like the longest 20 seconds ever. And then he just like plunges his hand into her belly and pulls the baby out and then just starts eating the baby. And she's like, Oh my baby. And she's standing there right in front of him, just letting him do it. And just 
She, I don't even know if she dropped the fucking beer cup. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like everything seemed like it was just thrown together like a bunch of guys that got drunk. It's like, hey, let's just get our friends together and just make a horror movie. Kind of like us and getting drunk and starting a podcast. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But yes, that is my beer coaster of the day. And if you don't know what a beer coaster of the day is, it's a DVD that is worth more as a coaster for your beer than it is to put inside your DVD player or Blu-ray or whatever. We'd rather use it to keep the rings off our table than to (laughs) sit down and watch it for an hour and... 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's not worth your time. I mean, this isn't even a movie like you would see on the sci-fi channel where it's a... It's expected to be cheesy? Yeah. It's expected to be bad and it's expected to be corny or whatever. It takes itself seriously. Yeah. It takes itself seriously in these... Yeah. It's literally like watching somebody's home movie. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to Championship Horror Podcast.